0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Simon McLaughlin, deputy sports editor of the Daily Telegraph, is on the line right now. Hello, my friend.
0: Hi, uh, g'day. How are
1: you? What's happening? Ah, oh, you know, it's another beautiful Wednesday night. Looking forward to. You know, funny thing is, you think Wednesday halfway through the week, and then you think far out Thursday night on football. The next round starts. Yeah. It's, it's it's like it just it creeps up at you in a sense. There's another one for the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Yes,
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do sort of feel sorry for the Eagles. They've copped a pretty tough draw, and those Thursday nights is one always the one of the premier games. So the more Thursday night games you have got, probably the tougher your opposition, mm. um, and that's certainly copped it. We'll
1: start the year, I don't feel too sorry for them. Uh, it's Parramatta after all. But <laughs> <laughs> you haven't. Your mob hasn't had a rivalry with the eel since the '80s. Okay, back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. I mean, goodness me. Now, Joey sewell the hottest property in both codes, arguably—and there's been all these sort of side debates <clears throat> about whether it should be picked for Origin and the rest of it. And mm. you know, the question, loosely speaking, was floated to. Phil Gould on 100% footy, and I just touched upon it a moment ago. This was on the Nine Network on Monday night. He said, I wouldn't pick him. Let him go now. Don't let the door hit you on the backside on the way out. Well, Robbo hasn't appreciated those comments by Gus. Effectively said, stay in your lane, mate. You work for Canterbury. You worry about your mob, I'll worry about mine. And on and on it goes. And uh, Gus has fired back. Yeah,
0: this is really, uh, from my point of view as as a sports journalist, This is what makes rugby league tick, having these sorts of uh, little feuds bubbling up. And people are very good at tempering these sorts of things, not really saying what they think. Um, You know, they're playing the diplomacy card all the time. So it's really good that you finally get two people, two really big heavyweights in in the NRL, um, saying what they think and having a go at each other And that's... That's what we want in the uh, in the media game, and that's what we have got this week. and And it's just so juicy that it's sort of rugby union, the sport that all any rugby league type you'll ever talk to says that they don't fear. Well, they pro, they're protesting a little too much over this Joseph Suaeli defection. For mine, um, I think I think they really really hate losing anyone to um, a rival code. Um, you know, it's it's the mo- one of the most ironic things ever when you hear a, a rugby league fan bleat about how dare they uh, take you know an play play to rugby union and about eighty something years where it went the other way. So mm. um, <laughs> that's um,
1: right. Uh, Ricky <laughs> it's, Stewart, it's, Wally it's, Lewis. I mean, they're oh, they're just two mm. off the top of my head. There are thousands of them. You know, Dally Dal- Messenger. Yeah, Dally. well, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's going yeah. Right. So. No, so look, it's it's it, fascinating,
0: it, isn't it? it? It is. So is is a, a great little scout for rugby union, and lots of people have been talking about how it won't really fix any of the game's ills, which I I'll, I would agree with. But uh, look, I think to get Gus Gould and Trent Robinson having a go at each other over this, it sort of tells you that it really does matter. No matter what you know, what Gus Gould says about see you later, bye bye, off you go. Um, I think it stings a little bit. You
1: know, he'd be loving it, Eddie Jones.
0: Absolutely. This is the sort of stuff he thrives on. I would have loved him to just sort of chime on in in the middle of this. And he, yeah. he can get it. the whole thing stoked up more than anyone. He's he's, a, he's brilliant on that trunk.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, Joey's Joe, a prodigious talent, without question. So much so that the game, we're moving the goalposts to accommodate him. You know, allow him to start before mm-hmm. the age of 18. You know, this is how highly rated they had him. And also, they, they wanted it so desperately to stave off the rate of rugby that they were prepared to let him start earlier than usual. So I reckon it does sting them. Yeah. They won't ever admit it, but this one stings them because they feel they put a lot of time and money in I think we'll come back to, to league at some point because time's yep. on the side for what it's worth. And clearly it's a commercial decision by Rugby Australia, but now that this decision's made, you just say, OK, well, Joey, you've got two more years at the Roosters. Put in. See if we can't jag a comp. Leave with our best wishes. But if you do come back, make sure you come back to us.
0: Mm, yeah, well, we know the Roosters can... Somehow managed to get people to come back on handshake deal uh, deals. Uh, Sonny Bill Williams had a rock-solid contract with another club, which he walked out on. But what club but, was that? Uh, uh, just remind that me. Yeah. Okay. Latest, I think it was the the, the Bulldogs. Yeah. Mm. And then latest said that he'd had a handshake deal with uh, the Roosters that he could not not honour. So, um, those handshake deals with the Roosters, as we you know, are very powerful. So. Um, Yeah, look, I think he's a chance. I I would have, of coming back, I would have thought, you know, someone like Samuel Lidrager, I would have thought he would would have come back, but he's just sort of found out that life's pretty good uh, in the world of rugby, where it's not not just being belted playing for the Wallabies. There's all sorts of um, opportunities out there, so we'll see what happens. But, look, I think he'll be a really good rugby player. He'd be good at anything he did. If he turned up for the Australian bocce team, he'd probably be pretty good at that too.
1: Yes, dare I say, get a few more people watching bocce than ordinarily would, and rugby want him to have the same effect on, on, on that card. Yeah, Beatty, he'd look good back in league, Vunavalu, for that mm. matter. Now, of course, there's a new government in New South Wales, Christopher mm. Mins and the Labor Party, having ousted Dom Perrottet no, no big surprise. Uh, a lot of clubs in particular are sort of going cap in hand to the new Premier and, and in particular saying, well, you know, whatever agreements we had, we expect you to honour them, in, including Penrith. Uh, what's the latest here?
0: Mm. Well, Manly have piped up through um, one of their sort of chief mouthpieces in Zorba, Peter Peters, <laughs> yes. former club legend and administrator, who has talked about the experience of going to Brookvale as like peeing in a third world country. Uh, he says that the wow. conditions there are embarrassing. Uh, he talks about going to get a beer or a pie and then you miss half the game. Um, and that there's 260,000 residents between the Spitbridge and Palm Bridge, and they deserve to have something, some sort of uh, facilities that are a bit better than what um, Four Pine Park car- currently is. Um, look, having been to Four Pine Park, i have probably... Agree slightly that it's a long, long way away from what modern standards are when you go to somewhere like Allianz Stadium. Mm. Um, But, yeah, as you said before, Chris Minns has what he considers more important things to spend money on rather than toilets at Brookvale, a new Shark Park and a new Panthers Stadium. I don't know how many people thought that the Panthers needed a new stadium. Um, Mm. So... (laughs) Uh, I'm, I'm not totally sure where I stand on this. I probably think maybe a little bit of money here and there on the stadiums would yeah. be all right. Um, well, but, I can't uh, justify 300 mil
1: stadiums. or whatever it is had, mm. had promised the Panthers. You can't justify $300 million, I think, on Panther Stadium. Not only that, he wanted mm. to put it on the trotter track. And my understanding is Chris Minns, the Labour government, had agreed to match but didn't want to put it on that site. So I'm not sure where that is at the mm. moment. May they bury it down the road? So, okay, yeah, we'll get to it eventually, but at the moment, you know, hospitals and schools and, and whatever the case may be. But yeah, uh, uh, in, in terms of Brookvale, you, you're right. I mean, we did a game, the SEN crew called a game there, which was it? Um, it was Manly Power. Was that round round three, Manly mm. Parramatta? And Spud, Manly Legend, was in the commentary box. It was a hot day, and he said it was about 40 degrees in that commentary box. It wasn't air-conditioned. Mm. He ended up stripping down to the, the Red Grundies to call the game. It was that hot. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, if, oh, if the voice of a Manly Legend can't get up over the line to lobby the men's government, well, I don't know what hope they have.
0: Yeah, exactly. Look, it was almost predictable that... Uh, once that story came out, we would hear that the NRL grand final was up for sale. That is the big weapon that the NRL has in response to all of this. So when I saw that story come out, I I rolled my eyes a little because you could just about have set your clock to that. Um, Mm. That's the big weapon that the Landis has at his disposal in these sorts of debates. So he's going to roll it out, of course.
1: Yeah, and that was all, of course, all off the back of the abandonment of this eight hundred million dollar upgrade to a core cool stadium,
0: which understandably had
1: to throw the towel due to COVID. And you're saying, well, you know, part of our commitment to keeping the grand final in New South Wales was a redevelopment of a core, but now that that's not happening, well, all bets are off. You're just shopping it around up. You know, you've seen this movie before, haven't you? I'd be very surprised if the mm-hmm. grand final leaves New South Wales. And the state governments, uh, of any persuasion, can turn around and go, well, hang on, we, we built your Combank Stadium, given you $800 mm-hmm. million dollars to build a brand new Allianz, and then, you know, sprinkling of money to upgrade all the suburban ground. So I'm not sure sort of when enough is enough. But anyway, uh, one suburban ground that desperately needs an upgrade is Likard. And speaking of the Tigers, you know, I mentioned this, and I'm sort of... I had to double take, and I said, am I reading this right? And what does this say about the mismanagement of the club? And this is not a knock on Mitchell Pierce that they are thinking about yeah. sending an SOS and signing him on a short-term two-year contract.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's news that's broken this evening. Um, look, it's, it tells you there's a desperate club in West Tigers who haven't planned well for the future. And it also tells you that there's a real dearth of quality halfbacks around. If they... Uh, turning to Mitchell Pearce, who admittedly the name Pearce stands at the top of the hill at Leichhardt Oval. Um, Wayne Pearce grew up, you know, within a a short Matt Burton bomb of the ground. Um, But Mitchell Pearce turns 34 next week.
1: Mm.
0: I'm not sure that he's a solution to anyone's problems. But it's the fact that they have struggled with Luke Brooks, Adam Dewey's not really working in with their spine, and that they've already missed out on Cameron Munster, Mitchell Moses, and England halfback George Williams. Who else is there left? Well, Mitchell Pearce, I guess, is, is all there is. So, um, yeah, it's this it strikes me as terrible planning, and it's it's if if it goes beyond just mere sort of. Um, you know, small investigations from the club to see where Mitch is at. I, I, if I was a Tigers fan, I'd be really angry. I, I think yeah. I, I, he left Newcastle, didn't solve their problems, and now a couple of years later, I don't think he's going to solve anyone else's problems.
1: Well, I also thought that Mitchell Pearce left Newcastle because his body could no longer stand up to the rigors of NRL. Uh, that was my read of, or that maybe yeah. I misinterpreted something here. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. If well, I'm a it's funny when that story came through, sorry to jump in, a few Tigers yes. fans that I know thought, this can't be right. I don't know any Tigers fans mm. that uh, that think that this is a good idea.
0: No, 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 absolutely not. Uh, look, uh, there haven't been many good ideas at, at the club uh, for a while. Um, look, I think the money they've spent on some of their forwards has been really good. But um, they've still got the same blokes pushing the ball around in the and that's, where they've really struggled for quite a few years now. Wooden Spooners last year, and, well, those of us who put money on the Dolphins to be the Wooden Spooners, are feeling a little silly right now when the Tigers were just sitting there. <laughs> obvious.
1: Yeah. Well, mate, it's only round five. Still a way to go. I think the Dolphins will get rolled by my Dragons this week. Listen, <laughs> if, they, if they can't bounce back and beat a depleted dolphin side while in Wollongong, well, then you know how deep the rod is set in in Wollongong, mm. honestly. No, they, they got to
0: win. Yeah, look, the, the Dolphins are down on troops, so this is when you want to be playing. And I think, um, yeah, look, like I don't, I wouldn't want to be a Dragons fan at the moment just because I wouldn't know which way to tip because they started really strongly, and but for the last ten minutes against the Broncos, they were really doing well there, and then it's all fallen apart since then. So I'm not really sure. Uh, my tip is not, not feeling very secure
1: on that game. Hey, what about your dogs? You know, it's interesting. Oh, I love Reed Marty. I used to bump him with the local coffee shop when he's with the Eels. a mm. lovely kid. But he sent out a tweet about that loss to the Warriors, and he used the word learnings instead of lessons. So there's a few learnings to emerge <laughs> from that. We just sort of, you know, where's lessons? Yeah, a lot of learnings to take yeah. away from the... Lessons. Lessons, please. Uh, I reckon the cowboys are there for taking for your mob. The worst—I can't stand yep. the six fifteen pm Sunday game, Simon. Yep. It's just a bit too
0: yeah, late. Yeah, well, I think me. that'll end with daylight like savings, won't it? Yeah,
1: um, good. But uh,
0: yeah, look, I'm yeah. Look, I have Sundays off, so it's, it's not too bad for me. But uh, uh, that's another game that's hard to tip because again, the Cowboys are missing a few, um, and the Dogs. They beat a the storm side that was well down on troops. Um, they only just got over against the Tigers and they haven't won anymore. So I'm not really, not not very convinced by any of those games and don't really know what to think of the Tigers. The Cowboys, sorry, they're, they're not a great side in Sydney, are they, the Cowboys? So we'll see if that's a factor too.
1: Wish you wait So good luck to your dogs, by the way. And if you had to choose Ad Car or Suwalit, you on the wing for New South Wales.
0: Who would you choose? I would choose Ad Um Yeah, I'd go, I'd go with Ad Car. He's just, you saw the try that he scored on the weekend. He's probably, probably the only guy on the, in the comp who could score that try. So, um, yeah, I'd go Ad O'Carr. Um, but Su- Suwalit, he's not going to let anyone down either. He's um, a different style of player to Ad O'Carr. But um, I think his origin is. Quality and I think I agree with Freddie Fittler. If he needs him, he should pick him and not worry about the rugby union defection. Mm. Because can you imagine if Joseph Sualee was a Queenslander, would they hesitate at all in picking him? No,
1: <laughs> that's always the example, isn't it? If that if this bloke was a Queenslander, isn't it funny? That's very funny. We're already talking origin. we will we'll put an end to it right there. Thank you, mate. Comprehensive as always. Some good stories in tomorrow's Daily Telegraph. We'll read those with interest. Catch you next week. Thanks, Jules. Bye. And there he is. Simon McLaughlin, Deputy Sports Editor of the Daily Telegraph. Any Tigers fans out there? I want to hear from you tonight, 0457 736, 736. What do you make of this? Are you for or against this idea of potentially signing Mitchell Pierce, 34 next week, for a couple of years, as a stopgap measure for your halfback, issues or your halves issues like I said I've got a ton of Tigers fans friends